an incredible text message you just sent me. Like, extraordinary timing. I'm looking at the intro video that's like counting down. I'm like, okay, here we go. Just getting ready. And my phone goes, what's this? The Oracle of Wrestling. Be prepared for lots of fireworks coming from me. God, I hate the 4th of July. Bro, when I first read the sentence, be prepared for lots of fireworks coming from me, I was like, what is he going to say? What do you, you have planned? <laughs> and then it made a lot more sense. But nonetheless, the big man is back. The Oracle of Wrestling. Lord Oracle. Back in the building. How are you, mate? Uh, first of all, I'm trying not to make sure this wonderful mic Joe bought me two years ago doesn't break as it's on its last legs in terms of uh, yeah. you know, being able to stand on its own. Um, now I've got weird weather updates popping up on my laptop. Um, there's fireworks going off in my apartment complex, which is always safe. Um, yeah. This will continue to go on for the remainder of the week. Um which uh, is just lovely here in America when, when that occurs, uh, particularly for someone who has to work the next two days while many do not. So um, thrilled, you know, thrilled with that. Um, Other than that, you're good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'm great. A vintage Oracle opening together. We're here to talk grass, right? Yeah, man. That's, that was the plan. Like I just said to you, we had a very, very brief pre-show tool because like it feels like you haven't been on for a while you have it's been since the last grin right since the last well, grin you was no, on, right? i was of course i was on for the uh grin grappler, grappler but grappler. uh but other than that yeah i mean that was that's like a one show universe. in like three weeks maybe yeah that show is also like have you noticed we've just become great big fucking marks for ourselves you noticed that with that yeah. show like yeah, I, know. I tweeted out the terry funk video and i was like we went longer talking about lex luger than we did terry funk like, we're, we're gone bro like we're that yeah. show's officially got into like you know marks for themselves territory. Unfortunately, <laughs> is what it is. I don't even show up for the show. It's, it's basically our version of the Laps fan. But and here's the thing: I don't even show up for the show itself. I show up for the post show, so I'm just yeah, trying oh. to get through it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Because the post show is when shit really goes down. You know, I mean, yeah, you guys yeah. get a nice little show. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly is my favorite show we do i don't know what you where you stand on that it, it I, probably is when we went three and a half hours with uh uh with with fucking kevin owens oh yeah that's rough yeah that's art i mean i think we genuinely now now we're gonna move we're gonna transition from being marks for ourselves by being marks for ourselves but genuinely there's very little we've done that like really holds up to like an adult eye, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. the Grin Grappler is actually like a nice, that's a nice collection of wrestling towels. I think I, I, we did a good job with that. We should put ourselves over more, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, uh, <clears throat> I really think we, you know, we have a shot to make it big with that one, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I might try and sell it to like ESPN or something, you know? You know, I think, I think when Mania is in London in two years, uh, <clears throat> yeah. We can have our own little live show, you know, like how the Laps fan does our live mania shows mm -hmm. now. I think we could have live Grin Grappler, you know. Like, what do you think? Like, how would we work that kind James of Grin Grappler or, 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 oh, a, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah. of course, it's, he's Irish, but still, still, um, still, that's good. How would we work? Like, how would we work Bob into our live show? That's that's a challenge, I feel because, like, Bob's, I mean, he's many things, but he does not strike me as a natural live performer. <laughs> Maybe we should just have like, maybe we should just have like one of those like, um, projectors, you know, and just have his have him show up like from his like 
plates in his head, you know, and he's like a talking he head in the background. He's showing a big well, like, screen lighting. Like the people who aren't there and, you know, they have like the ones who are like on site somewhere or whatever. Do you remember when they did way. that? I don't think you ever saw it. I know you didn't watch the episode, but when MLW got on TV, they did this. We can't actually hear it, so you're all good. Uh, okay. When MLW got on TV, they did this like dirt sheet segment and they had like a Dave picture and he was just looming over everyone like like a Sith Lord. <laughs> That's what you do with Bobby. Did you, there was a clip today I saw where uh, Chris Van Vliet, who's an interviewer, uh, he, he mm-hmm. interviewed Dave about his star ratings and he confronted Dave about, this was beast, Dave. He's like, you know, Kurt Angle hasn't got a five-star match and Dave's like, four and three quarters, it's the same thing. <laughs> It's the same thing. <laughs> Did you see Tape's post? He said it's a math problem to Dave. He said it's a math problem. You see what Tape tweeted? He said Tape was like, he said something about it. He's like, he's like, it's actually, he said it's it's not it's not art to Dave, it's a math problem. You just add up the moves and the level of work rate, and that's that's how you get star rating. When he compared it to like you know, I'm not the guy who's saying the 70s guys could guard LeBron. It's like, yeah, that's a great comparison, Dave. Nailed it. Like, what a beast, man. I Bless him. Bless him. An incredible character of our sport. But uh, nonetheless, speaking of great characters, the Oracle mm. of Wrestling, mm-hmm. we talked off air on Green Grappler. We try to convince the contrarian to come along and become a collider. Mm. But that's punk for brilliantly bit, called. The big man is back. Oracle, oh, I mean, he's back in a major way. How has it been to watch Ultra Punk running again? I think I think my favorite part of the whole show is when Dax Harwood said it's for the big boys play, right? And Punk like had to bite his tongue from like popping it, popping at it. You know, in the taped interview backstage. That was good, yeah. Um, yeah. that was that was that was probably my favorite part of the whole uh show. Um it was probably the weakest of the first of the first three. Um you know, Dustin and 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 Hobbs popped me. I enjoyed the match. Dustin is finally starting to lose some steam. Let's be honest. He is. He's a lot slower. Um, he's lost a lot. It's okay. He bled and and he like almost you know killed Hobbs on the on the code red and it fucking rolled. <laughs> and the pole driver. He one thing Dustin's really. I don't know what's happened, but. The last year or so, he does this bizarre sideways pole drive where he just sort of falls down and hopes you don't like die. He's, he almost, he's sort of, I literally remember saying, even with the pole, I said, Oh my god, he almost, I said, Oh my god, what a pole driver! Yeah. I said that out loud. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Ricky and Juice was probably a little bit long for me, although they, you know, yeah, it was, it was a solid cool. match. Um, I like it. Would you agree the style on collision is much? I would assume it's much more to your taste, though. Generally, yes. oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate uh, the uh, the week to week booking of collision with the Bullet yeah. Club Gold and and the, and a few, but those you know with the four baby faces or whatever. I, I that's the kind of stuff. It's certainly there's definitely a. Um, I think a lot of people would say it was like, I don't know. There's something WWE about it, but at the same time. I think it's also more like uh, more traditional modern TV that we've gotten yeah. from, say, Nitro. You know, you know, Nitro do the same thing. Um, I think the more WWE stuff is like the sports entertainment stuff, which we kind of get more so on uh, 
Jesus, these fireworks are loud uh, on yeah, my end. It's yeah. not too bad, though. Um, too but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, this was it was a good show. Roddy and Roddy and Joe popped me because they just traded blows for like 15 minutes. Just walloped each other, yeah. Yeah. And, Roddy and, hits uh, so hard, man. Good Lord. Like, just Joe, like Punk was like, you could tell Punk is like, his... His commentary, he's just putting himself over and it pops me. He's so, so awesome. <laughs> he's the man, man. He was, I thought he was great on that call. And he also, the post-match, it was very clear, the trepidation about getting back in there with Joe, right? Because we saw how it went in the trios match. They've done a really good mm-hmm. job of building that kind of like, mm-hmm. Joe just kind of has Punk's number. I'm not sure Punk's beating him next week, Oracle. What do you reckon? I would be interested in a Joe-Ricky final. Honestly. So here's my pitch, Oracle, okay? Something's up with Ricky and Punk, right? Like Punk mm-hmm. putting his arm around him. It's a bit like, I don't know, there's something up there. And everyone's kind of guessing what well, that would be the final. I'm into the idea of Joe beating Punk, Punk trying to get Ricky ready for Joe. Mm-hmm. And here's the way you get to the Ricky turn, which I think is where they're going anyway. I think Punk should throw the towel in for Ricky Starks against Samoa Joe. That would spark Ricky's resentment of Punk, which you can go to eventually for a turn, right? And you can do the big Ricky-Punk situation. And I think Joe, while he doesn't need more legitimacy, if he had the Owen, that Punk rematch would be like, that would feel really substantial then, you know, because Joe would be rolling. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder wonder if they'll do, uh, I wonder if they'll have Collision and Arthur Ashe this year. That's, yeah, because they've announced the date, right, which is a Wednesday. So the question would be, are they going to tape? I don't know. I think they might, I think the collision guys might just miss out on that. I'm not sure. I mean, they could put the thing is they're already shown. They might just have punk on that dynamite, right? Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. This double build they've got. You know, the the all in all out thing that um, is hard to navigate. I don't know what the answer is there. To be I don't know, honestly. man. <clears throat> I don't know. It's funny because I probably missed both those shows live. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm gonna, you know, I'll get them both, but I'll have to just watch them on, 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 uh, you know, delay. Yeah. But, um, it's weird. I don't know, man. Back to back like that, that's tough. It is because, see, if we were just saying for argument's sake that Punk is going to wrestle Joe at one and Max on the other for mm-hmm. argument's sake. Mm hmm. It, to me, in an ideal world, Joe is at Wembley, MJF is in Chicago, because I think mean, that's a great dynamic. The problem is, though, how the hell do you give the Max match the build it deserves if you're doing the Joe match? Or, you know what I'm saying? That's like... Well, I mean, they've never done this before. WWE's done this a bunch, but WWE's always fumbled the bag kind of on those one-week builds. Yes. Like, they just yeah. don't really know how to do it. And, this is this is an even bigger scale. I mean, this is you know, yeah. Wembley's the biggest show they've ever done, right? I mean, it's oh, oh sure, sure. It goes without saying, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, of course, you know, the Fed, you know, they're uh, angling to. Uh... <laughs> Look, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know where you stand on it. To me, that's the quirky competition stuff that I actually think is kind of awesome. Because it's like... Oh, it rules. It rules. I think that is infinitely better than, like, DMing Mike Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, way better. 
Because that's like just bravado wrestling bullshit. It's like, oh, oh we'll do it. We'll do Wembley. <laughs> 65 and Wembley? Exactly. Oh, we can beat that in 18 months. It's, it's 80 back-to-back nights. It's just complete horseshit, and that's what wrestling is. Like, it's pure ego and one-upsmanship, and that's why it's good to have two companies, because oh, yeah. AEW will make them do shit like that. Will you, be like, going oh. to, will you be going to WrestleMania 41 at Wembley Stadium? If it's, yeah, I'll absolutely go. I mean, like, I'm, I'm in a really weird place with the WWE Pro, and we'll kind of transition here. Um, I can't... I think Triple H has done a good job, before I go yeah. any further, and it's very solid. But I gotta say, live it was even more apparent than it was previously watching at home. The bloodline stuff feels like it's a different promotion. Yeah. It's like you know the opening video I did last night, the James Bond video they did at the start of the show? Uh-huh. They every match got like 15 seconds. And then they got to the bloodline match, and it was like everything stopped. There's still a two-minute, you know, like capture of this match and how important it is. Bloodline civil war. And it's like it feels so much more important than everything else. And a lot of that's because, let's mm-hmm. be fair, Roman hasn't lost in, <laughs> until last yeah. night for four years. <laughs> yeah. But I do wonder a little bit of, like, what happens when it's done? You know? Like, what is, is, is Paul maybe, you know, maybe, maybe the steam will go away. It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> looking at the, you know, looking at it and, and thinking ahead for SummerSlam as we go into the build for that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually happy. It's weird, like, SummerSlam was always late August for me, and I've always, I've never really had a true clash with Conferian Alex about this, but he's like, SummerSlam was in the summer. I was like, not for me. School had already started. Now, to me, it kind of signified the end of summer because I'd been in school for like two or three weeks, but like, I was like, no. I was like, this is that SummerSlam's actually in the summer now. Yeah. Even though I work and I'm an adult and I don't even go to school, I've been I've been to school in eight years since I got my degree. But still, it's like <laughs> it's 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 like SummerSlam was never in the summer. It was always it was a troll yeah. too. Like you know, it was like you know, because you know, you, like right, you know, right, right when the SummerSlam builds starting to get really big, you know, oh, you guys, yeah. you know, got to get up at six a.m. to go to school on a fucking Thursday. Because always we always start on a Thursday. Um. <laughs> It's puzzling. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was the first the first day of school was on a Thursday, um, but uh, Jesus, that was loud. Anyways, was. Um, <laughs> anyways, back to school schedule. <laughs> anyway, let me finish by saying SummerSlam being in early August, late July, I'm all for that. I'm all for yeah. that. I know Contrarian Alex has made 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 many a post last year about how disgraceful it was, but he know, makes a lot of posts. Fine with the early August thing, but you know the the last year yeah. was on the 30th of July. But I think the July was the issue you know, for him. Yeah. With my typical Oracle tangent, back to where I was going. Yes. Um, now I'm just going to go on this long tangent about what I think the SummerSlam card is going to be. Please do. Into that, um, and of course we'll let you. Uh, uh, talk about um, you and you and Monty's reaction to John Cena, as, as we've all got to see. Um, but but uh, everyone was like flailing arms in the air, and Monty kind of had like a kind of a grin on his face, and Joe was just kind of like, you know, just you know, the Civil War starting. 
It's um, the thing people think I'm doing a bit when I say that's how much, but that's what I do, man. Like people think I'm not stripper. I don't. It's not my personality. It's like that's, I don't do it either. I don't do it yeah. either unless it's like one of my two or three big faves. Right. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't really mm-hmm. go crazy. I go crazy more for like, uh, you know, when I'm in an indie show because sometimes if it, the crowd's quiet, you kind of want to yeah. maybe help everybody help get, get involved a little bit. No matter how good or bad the show is, by the way, even mm-hmm. if you know it sucks. You just go, all right, let's, let's, try, that. let's try to make yeah. it something, you know? Um, where in, When you're in a big room, there's 15,000 at least other people yeah. in here doing it. I, I'm not here to make myself look like a damn fool. Which is <laughs> fine if you do, and you're probably, and you're probably in some ways, maybe a better You're fan the normal one. Yeah, we're, we're just, you know, we're the freaks. We don't want to do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Uh, Money in, bank, okay. yeah, yes, go, go. Money in the bank. Okay. Yes. Go. Money in the bank. Storyline. What we're on here for to talk about grass. Um, <laughs> they're doing Roman J at SummerSlam, right? They gotta be. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, the, for, the question for, I think is, and I think that's a substantial match, and I'm into oh, it. Yeah, I, it, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be great. Um, now I'm just gonna think about. Rhea Ripley, she's so good, but I'm I'm with a lot of people. Problem. I don't know if there's issues with her concussion from last year or what. Um, but they got to get. She's got to get in the ring and have a program with somebody. Yeah. Um. One hundred percent. Like she's awesome. I still think she's she's so over the Domac's so over. I still think she's fine, and she is a she is a star that transcends wrestling, believe it or not. Like her social media following is like, I mean, my, over. Yeah. my, my niece has, has friends who are like, Oh man, like they've, they've asked my brother, Dylan, who is like, Oh man, do you, do you know this wrestler? Like they're my crush. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking Rhea Ripley. So I mean, she's, she's fine, but in terms of the creative and stuff, it's just like, we got to get a wrestling program going we do. on here because um, SummerSlam's coming up and she's got to wrestle on the show. I, mean, I want to quickly, let's quickly park it there because I'm intrigued by this. I want to know your take. Do you think, have you noticed that's like a, a bigger thing right now than it has been in recent years, like normal people caring about wrestling? Like, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of the bloodline merch around. It's kind of mm-hmm. fascinating to me. Like, it seems what's happening, right? And it's, and it's fascinating. And this is not, by the way, I'm not doing this to go ha 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 ha, but it's WWE mostly. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and it, and it's and it's um and there's a whole conversation about how TK and AEW needs to do a much better job about promoting that company. Yeah. They do a very poor job of it. Let's just be honest, they do. I agree. They do a terrible job of it. Um, I know that they have a seemingly good relationship with with uh, 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 WBD, but people aren't mm-hmm. following along. A lot of people are aware of it. Yeah. But they're just, no, I just, you know. And part of it is WWE's got the history and all that stuff, but it's like, here, here I am with another side tangent. Um, come on, folks. It's been, I've been, this is my second show in a month. Give me a break. Um, but, uh, of course, no one's complaining. I'm just, you know, having a conversation with myself now, as I typically do. Yeah. Um, as a motorcycle is revving its, revving its engine up right outside my... <laughs> a holiday weekend in the state. Um but uh, I don't know. It's just they don't. They don't. I think they have a poor social media. Like awful. Yeah. 
and and they've had and they've had recent hires that I think could be really helpful in, in fixing that. Um, and hopefully, hopefully they do, but I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating with them because they're never going to be, at least not right now, um, on, you know, on WWE's level and, and probably never really, they don't have to be, as long as you're solid number two, you're fine. Um, but I they could do such a better job, but anyways, yes, back again what you're saying there's a lot of people like that that have bloodline merch that know who rhea ripley is um mm-hmm. those are the ones that i think of like like um i can't i i don't remember if i said this off the air or not but uh, i i was telling joe like probably a month ago like uh buddies of mine at work were talking about it and they're like you know rhea ripley or whatever and uh one dude popped me big i think i texted you this he's like uh Oh yeah, the chick. Who, oh yeah, the wrestler, chick who hangs out with Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> I pumped my. That's so in. awesome. The chick who hangs out with is so beast. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shilab. I was saying on WrestleTrees, there was a, a couple next to me, like his girlfriend went and got a drink, and they came. And they missed the live match, and mm-hmm. bro goes. That was awesome. The British girl won because she had the Union Jack on her gear. Oh. Liv Morgan. I was like, this is real, right? <laughs> and those tickets, like, you know, he's paying, he spent some money on those. He took his girl to see WWE and he didn't have, he didn't know what was going to happen. And then the bloodline came out and he was like, cinema, you know, the ones. It's crazy, man. That sh- that shit still girl. exists. It still the exists. Girl. <laughs> that party. So it's so funny for so many reasons. Someone who knows who, who, who who knows multiple women from New Jersey? That is a huge pop. <laughs> but anyway, SummerSlam. Okay, do we think Becky's working Trish at SummerSlam? Oh man, I guess. I mean, I I guess so. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a good yeah. question. Like, I mean, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to end the feud, and SummerSlam seems like the most. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were going to do Rhea and Raquel, but Liv's back. They're the tag champs. I guess they could do Raquel right. and Rhea still. Well, that becomes the question, right? If, if Becky's yeah. working Trish, what the hell does Rhea do? Do you do a triple threat with Becky and Trish? I mean, that's saying they, that's definitely oh, in their no. playbook. Please, no, because I know, you know what I know. that means, don't you? We'll have what two triple threat title matches. We yeah. can't have that. Okay, we need to talk about this quickly. Charlotte and Asuka had... Oh, that I... was dreadful, wasn't it? Oh, Ooh. boy. <laughs> Oh, that was like you, it's very rare you see matches that bad these like because everyone has their too, yeah. but we know we'll, we'll just talk about that. <laughs> let me tell you something, folks. Like, we like women's wrestling, but yeah, it's not it's not women's wrestling, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's a match. I just wanted to say that because it sounded like we're we're yeah. we're you know Fury and Ridge Holland was fucking bad too. Oh you know suck. I, mean? I didn't even watch it. I Fury's I didn't even watch that shit. But you know, like Bailey and Shotzi, with all love and respect. I don't expect that to be good. Like Charlotte and Asuka should be good. I've seen them oh, have yeah. good matches. They've had great matches, multiple great matches. They had eight minutes. For some reason, they they try at this like high speed shootout, and everything was missing, and it was like arms oh, and legs. It was terrible. It was terrible. Please, Bianca had to save it with their interference. I don't want to ask this because I love her dearly. We did a grim grappler match. She's one of my all time favorites. But I'm going to have to ask. What's up with Asuka's strikes, Oracle? What's going on? 
I don't know, dude. It's bad. She's whiffing with everything. She was. I think she was paying too much attention when she was teaming up with Alexa. You know. Ugh. <laughs> I just. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, you're right. That would be two triple friends. But I just don't know what else Rhea would do. God, that's Maybe they do. Like... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I am in East Tennessee. That that wouldn't be out of the uh, realm of possibility. Um, I suppose so. <laughs> but uh, this, this is actually all mocking uh, Joe's, you know, Joe's ancestors for losing the war. Um, Indeed, yeah. I thought that part of the humor was kind anymore. of. Under, I thought that part of the humor was kind of understated. I'm glad you brought it to the <laughs> to the fore. Anyways, I'm so terribly distracted by this shit, folks. I'm sorry. But um, oh god, what was I talking about? We were talking about Rhea Ripley, Bob apparently. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. Who, Bob, who is famously a pervert, he pitched Beth Phoenix to come back and wrestle Rhea Ripley. I wouldn't hate that because at least Rhea would actually get the win over Beth. That match would um, be good too. Do you remember the one that, their interaction in the tag popped us mm-hmm. very much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love a Rhea Eo match because I think Eo is starting to feel it now. Oh yeah, she's starting to feel. Okay, uh, we're jumping around here. Sorry, stream of consciousness, but that women's money in the bank, I keep teasing him again, but first half was bad. I thought it actually got to be pretty good. It did. I thought Becky was really good in that match. She was. She held it together really, really well. The first match. half, the lack of heat was, was rough too. Mm-hmm. It was like, but Becky's a superstar, and when she, the more involved she got, the better the match got. Mm-hmm. Trish... Had some crazy ideas that didn't work, but her bumping was a real. You, oh, you got her in beat. You got her, you got her, you know show love to that was incredible. She took some crazy bumps. Um, Zoe and the finish start. was fabulous. God bless Zoe Stark for taking that. Oh yeah, she's she's brave for that. I mean that's you, that's a, that's a serious gamble she took there. You know <laughs> they had her taking all kinds of yeah crazy stuff, and of course now I'm just thinking about the tr- Trish took a freaking. She was um, busting her ass, man. She was going crazy out there. She she took the uh, manhandle slam on the ladder. Yeah, wow. it looked horrible, and that was the worst kind of bump because it didn't even look like mm-hmm. flashy. It was just like <laughs> just a crunch, like it was. Yeah, honestly, and I'm like, I'm sorry to single someone out, but you know we're just talking graps here. Did I really hope this like EO thing helps Bailey? Mm-hmm. She feels know. so much like a spare part now. Like she's so like it, it's I'm like it's weird because like we've talked about this before, but like damage control, Dakota carried that whole unit for for like yeah. eight months. I agree. Her bumping and just her performance overall. Like she was very underrated last year. Um Bailey just she's never found her footing back. Um and she's such a she's such a she's such a meme now. Like the characters are so memey. Um, yeah, Eo has finally found confidence. Like that that Bianca match did something for her because that was big. She's she feels like she she did, you know, two. Uh, I, yeah, I guess it was, but you know, about two years ago, right around, basically right before she, you know, she put over Raquel. Um, yeah, she 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 finally feels like she's back. Uh, you know, close, close to where she belongs. I'd I'd love to see a Rhea Eo match, but they're, I don't I don't see them um, 
rushing that. Although, I, honestly, I wouldn't hate it if she was like, I'm going to be honorable and cash in and challenge oh, yeah. Rhea. Oh, I, I'd Sorry. much rather have that than – we've talked about this, but I hate the Money in the Bank gimmick. Oh, I'm so done with it. Priest so winning is like – that's my oh, – why did he have to win? Why? It's tough because I don't – I have no beef with Damien Priest. He's a, he's a nice supporting act, but like it felt like a reward for his efforts this year more than anything. I just which is fine, but like it's just like what? It's not interesting enough. No, but but I think that's an issue with the belt in general. I, there's just an inherent. It's it's very apparent we did not need that belt, and I know that sounds crazy with Roman doing tags. <laughs> I did you hear Cody in the press conference? Yeah, well, he, no one gives belt, a shit. But I don't finish the story till I win the actual belt. Honestly. <laughs> The Seth Rollins, and, and look, folks, Oracle and I are not Seth Rollins stands. You know, this is established, but like, people didn't care. They love yeah. Seth, but they did not care. Like, they didn't see it as a big match at all. They were waiting for the bloodline thing. And people can get upset about like, Roman always main events over Seth. It's like, I'm so, like, if you watch these shows and you think Seth should go on after Roman, like, good luck. Like, I, because I'm not seeing what you're seeing, you know, like, I think they're in different planets right now. And I think Booking's part of it, obviously. Seth, look, yeah. I don't like Seth Rollins. I don't think he's a good wrestler. I really don't. Um, <laughs> no, but listen, 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 listen. Let me say this. Objectively, he's over. Okay. He's Huge, over. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredibly over. You got to use him. Yeah. And you got to use him consistently and use him well enough. But he's not a top guy. He doesn't feel like he's one. A, he's a top. He's a baby face. He's the number one baby face mid carter. That's fine. It's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, that's the way the belt currently feels too. Which is let him fun. let him go out and do that stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> let him go out and, do that. And, and and it's fine because here's the thing, okay? Yeah, he's not going to hold it that much longer. I don't think a couple more months maybe, because. The big mid-card guy to take down was Gunter. And they're going to take the IC title off of him, and the IC title is going to fall into obscurity again when that happens, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, he'll something like Drew or somebody will beat him. but And then Gunther's going to beat Rollins, and he's going to be the, the top of the mid-card. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and the guy to beat. I mean, yes. I, I would guess. I mean, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. No, I agree, actually. I, I think the Mania match, I, I think they're going to go back to... Uh, I kind of think Kevin and Gunther is like a dynamic you might see very important next year for the belt. I really believe that. I think Kevin is so integral right now. I really think they may do him and Gunther for the belt by the time we get to Philly, but we'll see. Um, let's talk about the belt that matters. You know, we've already established Roman's going to wrestle Jay. Uh-huh. And it seems certain that next, you know, for the next WrestleMania, when we get to Philadelphia, it's going to be Cody and Roman again. That's what it seems like, right? It seems that way. How the hell do we get from where we're at now to there without killing Cody Rhodes? What does he do? Because he's going to beat Brock at SummerSlam. Okay, right? yeah. Brock, Brock's showing up in Baltimore on Monday, right? Tomorrow. And he's. You would assume, yeah. Or Co- to be Cody fair, they may do a deal where Cody just calls him out and we kind of okay. set the stage with that. Mm-hmm. Um, because Brock beat him in the last match, right? So right. you could do a deal where Cody kind of sets the challenge down. Um, maybe with the stipulation that we've heard about being this kind of mystery, hasn't been used in years, stip, that we don't know what it is yet. I don't know what that'll be. Would it be? I, I assume bull rope, to be honest. Oh, my God. That's my – that's because that feels bleed? like the Cody. Brock can do it, right? Brock's allowed. He can do what he wants. So 
He does it hard way, which is even funnier. Um, don't cut yourself, brother. Just fucking jam your head into something sharp. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do that the rule. trick. That rule. Um, so if we so we can pencil that in, and it's just for the sake of conversation, Cody's going to beat Brock at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. We need to get him to back to the Rumble. And we've got, what, five months? Like, I mean, that's substantial because he's on the TV every week. I mean, I'm not convinced he's going to win it, but that's the season where he's going to be back-headed to, you know, right. he might do it in the chamber or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, because, I mean, I don't know. You probably want to give the Rumble it's... winner to the other belt, to be honest. If the belt's going to matter, that probably is what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But what do we, you know, what do we come up with? I mean, don't have an app mentions a Logan Paul feud, which I think is very feasible. That's probably something they'll do. Um, Logan Paul almost killed himself multiple times yesterday. Those matches are they're scary, man. They're scary watches. They're so is it, like people. Don't, I mean, people grasp just how dangerous those matches are. Like, like and it's kind of all for naught too because they're all like so easily forgotten bless them like they're just like oh, another money in the bank match There's well, I was like watching that. the spot where they got the you know, the ladder got pushed over I thought they don't have room yeah like they're gonna have to correct this and people were praising Ricochet and he he they praised him for saving the spot I guess but I think it'd be better off if they just that's that's horseshit man they almost died I have no beef with Ricochet but Praising him for saving the spot. Saving the spot does not just mean like we'll just just fall. <laughs> like That's he, what he's just de- like his decision while beast objectively was insane. Like he just said we're just gonna go. <laughs> like fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? We die. He like, saved Logan Paul. It's like I don't know. Logan Paul's head went face first no. to a table. I don't know about all that. I think they were way better off. The thing to save him would just let him fall. Yeah, as soon as Logan missed the top rope, they were gone. Their balance was completely gone. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, Logan and Cody saying they'll do right. That'll probably be like a Saudi match in like November. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because so, well, let's see. We've got we've got payback uh, Labor Day weekend, right? The same weekend as 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 uh, all in or oh, all out. Sorry. Oh, see, that's gonna confuse me. See, um, is that gonna be the first? That'll be the first pay per view that Seth actually closes, right? Because Roman probably won't work that one. Probably, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they'll have uh, um, fast lane in October, and then the Saudi show probably around Halloween, maybe the week after, and then Survivor Series. You think they're going to not do a December show again? I don't know. I actually the December shows. I kind of feel like he's going to bring Starcade back. Yeah, he loves that. You know, yeah, he does. And like you got Cody Rhodes, it's one of your top guys. Like, yeah, I maybe, I think maybe, the, maybe Cody have a long shoot with Logan Paul and work Logan Paul in a cage at Starcade. Well, this is what I was wondering: was it feels like Cody should be the big War Games match this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so um, how do you get there? Like, so you can you can kind of figure. I guess you could do. Hmm. What program? Who? What heels do you put up with? Because you can kind of put together an all-star babyface team. You know, Cody, Kevin, Sammy, whoever. But do you think Judgment will even be a team by the time more games comes around? Well, I think they should be. I think it's foolish to break them up, but no, I don't actually. Yeah. See, it's tough. You know, I mean, like I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Because uh, 
this is one, right? Like you could do Imperium, but the problem with Imperium is they're already working uh, with Sa- Kevin and Sammy and, and Riddle. Like it already feels like they're kind of working with the top baby. You know what I'm saying? Like how do you then get to, how does Cody get involved in that? And also if Cody's involved in it, how do you avoid doing him and Gunter and that whole, like that's, I don't I know. know, man. I don't know if you're going to figure that one out. I don't know. I know. Um, see, we we disagree, Willie. Dom and War Games would rule. Well, yeah, he could do some art with that, I feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, Creed, like, the Creeds look like they're going to move up soon, so. Cody, the Creeds, Sammy versus K. Yeah, I don't know. The KO and Sammy turn is like, I just really don't want him to do it, like, at all. Oh, God. I'm so done with it. I'm so it's so old news. I don't care. I also think Kevin should just be a baby for people love Kevin Owens. You yeah, know? it's like yeah. Um, um here we go. Let's look at this one here. We got uh Cody, Seth, Kevin, and Sammy. Sammy Andrew versus Imperium. Uh Finn and Dom. Judgment Day isn't ending. That's a pretty good just one. Just getting kicked out. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Priest is just getting kicked out. And then during they put Devlin in, or whatever he's called now, uh, McDonough. Oh, God. Yeah, they probably could. Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't the, – the the need to put Priest on his own is, like, bizarre to me. I don't like, – I think they've finally found the perfect role for Priest, and they try to break him out of it, and it's like, no, like, he's fine. Just let him be, like, a nice little role player, you know? Oh. I guess you could do like, could you do something interesting with with Team J versus Team Roman? Do you think, or, or would that be too far gone by then? My my mic is finally breaking. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. Okay, good. That's that's the important part. Yes. Um. Yeah, I I thought Team J and Team Roman is was a possibility. Um. I guess you could Sammy, go like I guess Sammy and yeah. Kevin would have to be on Team J, right? Yeah, which would kind of be a full circle thing. My concern would be like. Would you be risking jumping the shark with that? Do you think like that's that's another four months away? You know, like would would people still care? I don't know. Let's do it. You say fuck it. Um, this is even funnier now. <laughs> what do you reckon? What do you reckon, Oracle? Are you in on this Team J, Team Roman business? I mean, they still care now. I mean, the question is, will they care after Roman beats Jay at SummerSlam? Big point there is Solo, right? They're clearly doing so with Solo. And uh, yeah. people yeah. can laugh at the cinema stuff, but one great moment last night was when Solo saw just how fragile Roman is. You know, and he was kind of... Because the whole thing of Solo is he's... Oh, yeah, the by problem the, the double spear, the stack-up spear. Yeah, and, and yeah. he was breaking... And Solo kind of realized, like... It is a facade, like it is, mm-hmm. and he had to snap him out of it. And that I think is going to prove pivotal. It was after the show was off the air, so it's no big deal. It's not something they show on TV. But Solo left on his own, and Roman made a point of selling it. Now remember, this is just for the house. But Solo stormed off, and Roman and Paul Lee did a big sell job for it in the house. So I assume they're going to try and get a pay per view main event out of Solo and Roman at some point. Um, yeah, I don't. I always feel bad doing this because I I really like Solo Sokoa. I don't really know what he is right now outside of this particular saga. Right. 
if you break the Usos away from Roman, you've just got a top babyface team. That's, that's, that's golden. You know, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What is Solo Sokoa when you get done with the Roman match? Like, where does he go then? Who does he work? You know, what does he... Like, can he can he hang as a main event babyface? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he'd be okay, like, throwing with the big boys, you know, but he can only do that so much. Yeah. I don't know. I like, he's not... He'd have to have a mouthpiece, you know? Yeah. He's, he works better as a soft-spoken guy who, who you know, looks menacing and, and doesn't talk much. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Tough. This feels like something that's actually going to happen, which is very unfortunate. They're definitely going to do like their own wolf pack whole shit, right? Where like Bloodline is going to just be like Solo and the Usos, <laughs> and they'll add like the young one who just started training. You know, it's like they'll do because just because they'll want to sell that shirt forever and yeah, the baby face Bloodline doing it the right way. <laughs> oh God, winning by inside cradle. That's when it will start to get. <laughs> it will, yeah. All great wrestling things do that. Like that's the part, as you know, that's right of passage. It is is right. what it is. Um. It's going to be very interesting. I, I think with Cody, I worry is too strong word because I actually don't care. But I think if you're a big Roman, uh, sorry, Cody Rhodes fan, I think there is room to be concerned about how hot he is by the time we get to WrestleMania. I'll put that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think because right now he's yeah. still fine. I was there last night. He was red hot. I mean, he was over huge. But it's July. <laughs> I mean, we got ways to go and we got a long time to go and the fall is always a big bump in the road because it is yeah you know summer you know you can try to make things interesting it's just the fall is always the most interesting because it's a it's a four-month gap of like what the hell are they going to do before rumble Mm -hmm. yeah Um, not to mention that there's like four pay-per-views in there so yeah it's getting very interesting i think it's a good question also neither of us are big fans but i think it's actually interesting so Edge is announced for the Grayson Waller segment, right? Mm-hmm. And you would assume that's the setup something for SummerSlam. You would guess Edge is going to come back and do something for SummerSlam. So then that brings up the question, what does Edge do at SummerSlam? And I don't know if you've got an answer, Chief, but I was wrecking my brain last night and I couldn't even muster a guess. I was like, I have no idea what he does. No clue. What do you reckon? Maybe he goes after Seth one last time for the for the title. Yeah, maybe. That's a tough know. spot to put Edge in. Uh, sorry, to put Seth in, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, at the same time, it's a big match, which Seth needs. But if Edge cuts one of those promos about, you know, winning back the big one after it, that he never lost, like, it's, it's kind of tough. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I I actually like this idea. It won't happen because he's going to wrestle Drew. I actually think Gunther and Edge could be like kind of awesome because Edge would do like the old, you know, broken down old man selling. Like I actually think it could be kind of good. Um, Edge and Lashley comes out. I guess you could bring Bobby back as a heel. It's not. It's just fascinating to me they felt the need to create this new belt when you actually look at how thin their main event scene is. It's like unnecessary. It just makes it just. Good lord, they're really firing them off now. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh, Oracle. Oh. Speaking of interruptions, Wave Edge is cutting a serious promo and then gets interrupted by Rambling Rabbit. Oh my god. Adam Edge versus Bray Defiend Wyatt. Oh my god. That sounds remarkably bad. Book it. <laughs> 
Okay, this this just level. We've been talking for 45 minutes. Thanks to everyone who's joined us, by the way. This is a truly insane show, and the fact the viewership's going up steadily is peak LNG universe, but we're just friends talking here. Do you not miss him at all? Who? Bray? Yeah. Wyndham oh. Six. Oh not even goodness, a little bit. Him ever again. When you all right, come on, just level with me. When you put your head on the pillow, <laughs> do you, is it all part of you guys? I'd like to just check in and see what Uncle Howdy's up to. No. Did they arrest him? He, is he still at the playground? Where is he? <laughs> Did they arrest him? <laughs> he was at the playground, bro. He was in, he was a pervert of some kind, remember? Oh, yeah, I assume right, he must man. have been arrested. I don't know where Bray is. Jesus. They're real. It's a baseball Lord, that is, That's quite explosive. That's very impressive. I, I just, I don't know. I, I tell you what I do miss, though, genuinely. <clears throat> I miss Braun Strongman, brother. I do miss Braun, Braun, Braun Strongman. Good worker. A real wrestler. He was in my leading candidate for Fed Worker of the Year up until like April. <laughs> we had neck fusion surgery. Bless him. Hopefully he's yeah. okay. I, it sounds like he's really in a bad way. Um, speaking of such, what do you make of the the kind of uh, will he, won't he situation with Randy Orton? There's not a lot of reporting. There's just a lot of whispers. And Man. I miss him, brother. Can we just have Randy come out and just hit an RKO, you know, for the good times? It just does that, you know. He's a guy I'd like to see work with guns. I mean, he would hate it because the chops. But well, he'd do it anyway, great. still, you yeah. know. And he'd make and that, you know, that. That grin. <laughs> you know what I'm talking Gunters. about when he wrestled Drew? If you had like truth serum, you gave it to Randy Orton and said, What do you think of Drew McIntyre? He would say, What a complete fucking mark that dude. <laughs> you know it, right? Like Randy Orton must have looked at that dude like, We are both 240 pounds, six foot three each, and you are really hitting me this fucking hard in the fun today. Like, brother, this is a work, you know? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'll never forget, like, when he would be on Twitter at, like, 2 or 3 a.m., and he'd be like, I'm playing this game. Remember, you about the, like, when they got back on the road, and he was team a riddle, and he'd be like, I'm playing this game. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? He'd be like, I'm playing a video game on his bus or some shit. What do you, uh, what do you make of, it feels like Riddle's kind of done, right? Like, he's, yeah. he's finished, today. I mean, yeah. couldn't have beat him so, like, flat. I thought like, the just, match was actually uh, good. Um, he was all right. just... It's hard, man. Like I just don't. I'm not into that dude at all. You know, it's hard to get into those matches. Yeah, yeah. The match was good. It's just, yeah, not. Uh, he's done. I thought last night's show could have benefited from like a more substantial Gunter match. Just to have some nice wrestling in the middle. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was because obviously you have the two ladder matches. The Ronda tag I actually thought was quite well worked, but like yeah, it was know, that was not bad at yeah. all, and and. Uh... You know, <clears throat> I like that. Uh, I like that Raquel's added that 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 uh, uh, lariat in her offense. You know, the, I think she's quite good. She's gotten better. Uh, you know, yeah. um, she she really really has. I laugh every time because I'm like, I, I swear she's good. She's gotten better because when I watch the Rumble um, with, <laughs> with with my brother. Tough critic, huh? Yeah, tough critic. Um, <laughs> the, the real oracle of wrestling. 
I'll, I'll keep I'll keep it. You know, yeah, uh, no, I'll keep it private. You know, he 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 does he does have a job, um, yeah. but okay, fine, but, uh, yeah. Um, but she's she's gotten better because here's the thing: she was really bad for a while there. Yeah. Um, I think it was you know probably the PC or something. Um, probably, but or Shawn Michaels. But uh, she's she's gotten better. Um, that that Shana turn came out of nowhere, you know. I missed it. There was some bloke saying Monty C, and I had to tell him he was sitting there, and he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting a Pepsi, and I said, "I, I said, excuse me, cheap it." Hopefully, hopefully, Ronda and Shana is is a, is a fun watch at SummerSlam. I, I I I assume Ronda will be done after that. That's the word. Yeah, is that she has an end date and. This is the way of kind of wrapping up the run. I mean, what a strange run it's been. I mean, you never could have imagined that she would end up so like just she's just part of the card now. It's absolutely fascinating. It's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very unique situation there. It's um, it's very, very bizarre. Um let's map out the SummerSlam card. I think when we think, you know, let's 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 give let's, let's, let's my notes out. Okay. okay, so on top, we've got J.M. Roman, right? Mm-hmm. That works for me. And we know we've got Brock and Cody. Mm-hmm. Are you Those with are me on... Big, big, big main events. Are you with me on bull rope? Yeah, that probably sounds something they would do. Yeah. Okay. We've also know we've got Bianca, Asker, and Charlotte, mm-hmm. which for all of our grimace will actually probably be fucking awesome on that show. Like, yeah. When it comes yeah. to the big show, they'll have a great match, I think. Yeah. So that's a that's a nice top three matches right there. Um, what does Seth Freakin do? Does he do like? Does they just do him and Finnegan? I think the edge matches on the on the play, but 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 we'll 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 discuss right. some opponents. Okay. I think the edge. I think the edge match is, is definitely on 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 the, on the cards here, or at least in terms of, it's it's on it's on the table. It's on the table. Do we? Are we? I think a Finn rematch is like genuinely feasible. Yes, um, because the the way they worked the match on Saturday was very much like they were just leaving. Like they, they didn't really put. They were kind of waiting for Priest to come out and tease. Yeah, and it's you know returning to the scene of the crime at SummerSlam, right? Like I think they might sure. do that. Personally, I have no interest in that. I love Finn's a worker, but I just don't care. Um, right. But yeah, I, I think. Where does Priest fit into? Because that's, I guess, the question is, when are you doing the Finn Priest thing? That would be a big deciding factor in this, right? Like, what do you do there? I don't know. Um, could they do like a... I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah. I think, let's, I let's, uh, Edge is a is a SummerSlam type match. It's the ones that makes I'm with you. the most sense for the show, but it might not make the most sense in the booking. Although I think you can make it make sense pretty quick. Oh, I think I... upon thinking about it more, I think it's the best match you can give Seth in terms of stature on the card, like an actual mm-hmm. marking match. It's best you can do. So this pencil that in. We got Drew and Gunter. Yep. That'll I gotta say this roll. this card looks pretty promising thus far. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. Um, um, who are Kevin and Sam? Rhea, Becky, Trish, Triple Threat. You think they'll do Becky, Trish, Trish in a singles, and Rhea have to? I mean, Rhea's gonna wrestle on the show. They like. Yeah, who else is there on Raw? 
It's like no one. It's so weird. I can't believe we've got to this point. It's fucking insane. I mean, there's got to be some surprises coming up since SummerSlam's coming up, right? I mean, there's got to be some, some. Uh, like who would who would that even be though? I guess Beth is the only. I mean, just with Bobby's suggestion, but yeah, he's not to be trusted, does he, Bobby? Yeah, he's not. You know, he's yeah. Right here's the raw roster. Okay, I'm gonna give you a full rundown. Becky, Candice LeRae. Chelsea Green, Dana Brooke, Emma, Indy Hartwell, <laughs> Katana, Katana Charles, Caden Carter, Liv, Maxine Dupree, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Raquel, Rhea, Ronda, Shayna, Sonya, Tegan Knox, Tristras, Valhalla. Oh my God. Zaya and Zoe starts. Bro, that roster is crazy. What is happening over there? See, here's the problem. I'm not sure if he's going to be on this show. What? And here's got... why. Here's why I'm saying it. Though. I'm not. I'm not on board with it. But here's what I'm saying: it. Becky and Trish, Ronda and Shayna are both going to be on the show. Yeah. That's. Do you mean they're going to do four women's matches? They might. Generally, I'm for it, but like generally, they're kind of. You know what? I think they should just do Raquel, and just have like. Just do it, yeah. Raquel to defend the titles on TV or whatever. Fuck it. And like it. have like live be like, you know, like, well, you know, our team with Rhea and all this. They could do like a I mean, I know it doesn't sound good, but I'm just saying like <laughs> no, it's just the way you, it was the, the way you did the, the way you did the live dialogue for me. Um Okay, so we've got eight matches. We've got Jay and Roman, Cody and Brock, Bianca, Asuka, Charlotte, Seth and Edge, Drew and Gunter, Becky and Trish, Ronda and Shayna, Rhea and Raquel. Okay. Kevin and Sammy have got to defend the belts. KO and Sammy will wrestle. Who's like the top team they could work? They're going to work with DIY, aren't they? (laughs) Saying that. (laughs) The old big man might sit out in a full man and say... (laughs) Good one, Chief. Give me some pretty deadly. <laughs> Bro, let's just be real. We're just being honest here. It's a late hour. But Jean-Paul Levesque spending 18 years building up DIY only for Vince to be like, pretty deadly. You know? <laughs> it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened in the business. <laughs> that rule. The idea of Triple H like explaining to him the law, like, and then they did one final beat. You know, and he's like, yeah, man, like. I like those pretty deadly guys. They're good workers, yeah. Pretty what are Gallows and Anderson doing? <laughs> could you could you imagine? I, I want to do this big DIY push, Vince. What are the good brothers up to at the minute? I mean, oh, Sammy KO versus Radar KO. That'd be boss. I ain't gonna lie. That would be a great way to do some. To for Randy to come back and then to have like a retirement run would be actually be awesome, like genuinely. That'd be sick, yeah. <clears throat> that match is almost too big in the sense that yeah, we have all the big matches already, and that match is like that could main event in the September show, like legitimately. That's a huge match. Um Imperium is the is the uh, the pitch here. Now that the word on the street, Oracle, was that match was going to be on my show last night, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about it a little bit, and uh, you know that was changed. 
<laughs> some pretty deadly. So maybe what they do, ah, ah, I'm on the same here. What if they do the deal where Balor and Priest team up and it's like the, you know, we'll we'll get back on track, we'll win the gold. And that, that kind of go. works, right? Yeah. Okay, so we've got KO and Sammy versus Balor and Priest. That gives you some, because they're going to be on the show, you'd assume. Oh. They could also just do like a fatal four-way like every other major wrestling promotion when they get to a pay-per-view, but hopefully not. Um, Who have we left off? So Logan and Ricochet um. comes up. Hmm? Maybe maybe Don maybe Don could be Rhea's second and just let him be let him be a second. He should. Once. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Um, Darren says Logan and Ricochet. I actually think Logan L.A. Knight. Yeah. Where do you stand on L.A. Knight? Another one of my brother's favorites. Um, that's that's sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. I was at my parents for Father's Day weekend, and he was just puzzled beyond belief. He had no, he couldn't. Believe it is, it was I like him, and I still think it's puzzling on some level. You know, like it's like, wow, it's quite incredible what's happening right now. I think somebody touched it, touched on it, and they're right. It's just that he has confidence on the mic. You know, he's good. He's good on the mic. You know, yeah. he, he just, doesn't. It doesn't sound like he. You know, he sounds like somebody from twenty five years ago. You know, doesn't sound like he's just. Who, he's a pro wrestler. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I like this. That good he's just, you know, he's. It's not yet. I will say, I do think people overstate how bad of a worker. I think it's a little bit overdone on the internet mm-hmm. sometimes. Like he's alright. He's not that bad. Yeah, he's just. La Knight and Fear is. I like giving him the US belt as like a. And also consolate. Like I don't think he should be the world champ. You know, like, no, I just don't. No. But like, Fury fucking sucks. So do that deal. You know. Get him... But at SummerSlam, I think he's going to get the rub of working with Logan. Whether you consider that rubber, I mean, it's a big deal, right? I mean, it's yeah. a big, he's a big yeah. star. Um, this is a Triple H card, so we probably have to stop right there. That's probably it. I like the card. I, yeah. I do. I like the card. Well, what just, I mean by that, folks, is that Triple H rarely ever goes more than like eight matches. Yeah, he doesn't, which is I've, I've always appreciated. But we like things to have more time, right? And you know, yeah. like, right. look, this just be totally real. Roman. <laughs> He decides how long they're going, and he often says, "We're going really fucking long." You know, I mean, he's it makes us was thirty-two minutes, bro. It was crazy. The oh, first half was crazy. When, when Alex posted the the bloodline and the click picture, that popped me here. Yeah. All right. So we texted a little bit about this last night. So what did you uh, what did you make of the main event? Like, because again, I I'm not I have no pushback on the notion that like God, it took a long time to get going. Like I I, I, I completely concede. One of my like the way that they worked it, I was like, it was it was pretty boring. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it took a long time. Yeah. And then like once they got to the finishing stretch or whatever, and they got to like I think it was like maybe Jay's hot tag at that point, and then like uh, the double spear or the spear mm-hmm. and then the stack them or whatever. And then it got like great because they got to the oh yeah the finish and, great, whatever, yeah. and the crowd was just of course amazing. But as a fellow sicko. Does it pop you on like a weird artistic level that Roman is wrestling this way in 2023 and it's actually working? Because it like it kind of fascinates me. Like he's it's really funny because the way that he works is what people claimed he was doing. Yes, eight years ago when he was yeah he was hitting a lot of the same moves, but he had a he was very he had a particular way of like as a babyface Roman is like 
I know people will think I'm upset, but like he was an incredible. Well, in the ring, he was great. Particularly yeah. his selling, which was literally like, this will sound exact, but I truly feel this way. People can get mad at me. I know he's not better than these guys, but it was like four. It was like four pillars level selling. He was great. Yeah, yeah. It was like his detail to selling was the way he sold moves and the way his sort of escalation of selling and like his layered selling best in the world for several years. And anyone who questions it, look at what he did for Braun Strowman for mm-hmm. like, that was an extraordinary effort with Braun. Um, and like, he's still really good at layers. And like, when I mean, like he'll do stuff like if people think it's just, but there's something about like when he would sell like a punch to the jaw and he's like, Oh, he's great. Yeah. He does it. It's just like, no, I, I actually think like, your take um, is like, you know, I, the only people that get like really mad at him have not really watched him wrestle. Like, he's great at that. Right. Like, I it's think funny now because he does all this like Shakespearean shit and like, yeah, a lot of his work really he's, works for me. And sometimes I'm just like, God dang it, dude, why can't you just be a baby face again and like sell? And, like, he does a lot of crowd work too, which is like way better in the building than actually is on, which is kind of insane considering the day right. and age like everything now is like for the right. cameras and a lot of his stuff is like mm-hmm. the dialogue is obviously for the cameras but like he's always working you know on the apron he's great at that yeah um i don't know i just like i didn't think the match was like this master i give it like four stars i think i was mm-hmm. like i was like it was really good i actually thought the ko and sammy tag was better hilariously oh, it was much better i think it was clearly yeah. better yeah but there's that's kind of an example of like why when you get the big angle there you guys are called back for lng fans mm-hmm. when you get the big angle right that's that's how powerful it can be well, yeah it didn't I mean, matter, it's, it's right? like it's like um even though i know like people were disappointed with the ending of sammy and rome but like people forget roman and kevin Owens at the rumble was not even good like it was just whatever yeah but yeah. the angles everybody remembers you know but, but sammy yeah. came out of the bloodline and in the same way the finish is what people will remember from this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's absolutely on people can get mad at this, but on finish alone, it's floor is it was good. You right. know, like, and that's you know, that's the thing that hurts the uh, the mania because Roman and Cody is arguably the WWE match of the year if you actually watch it. That's that the opposite. Incredible. Yeah. That's that's the opposite <laughs> where they actually had this remarkable epic with the wrong finish. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just um I mean, I got into this a little bit earlier on WrestleTree, so I don't want to repeat myself and be dramatic again. And I was very much dramatic over there. But, like, the thing that made last night special was people were rooting for the Usos to win rather than simply rooting for a great contest. Mm-hmm. And that is what wrestling is, really. Yes. Like, I'm telling you, brother, when they won that match, the people came up, and they their song played for another 15 minutes and people were just singing that they were so happy for them. And Michael Cole is a poppy. When the announcers were leaving, Michael Cole passed through and he looked at the Usos and he gave them like one of these. And That's it was like old. both like in character as a baby face, they was like, you know, go get him. But it was also like, look at this Like, look at what you've actually done here, you know? Because yeah, look, I have no interest or intention in framing the Usos as like the greatest tag team in wrestling history. I, I don't believe it. I don't think the best tag team for the era. I don't believe it. But what they have done as a WWE tag team is absurd. It's unfavorable. Mm-hmm. And people would say, well, you know, they've been given every opportunity. They have. No, that's true. But at some point, you got to say, my goodness, what a career they have. I mean, it's incredible what they're pulling off. So, I don't know. Amazing shit, man. Like, because like they're, 
They've had such a weird career because I remember when they debuted and they fucking sucked. Yeah, um, absolutely. Part of it was they were just green, you know. But like they were just so uninteresting, and, and of course the tag division in 2010 was just totally unbelievably dire and didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <clears throat> they they were just whatever. Um, they weren't even that good, you know, for a couple of years, and then uh, they'd imagine like the summer of 2012 on like superstars where they're like a superplex to the outside spot, and that kind of got some talking on the message boards or whatever, but like they were, you know, they, they started to, you could tell they were getting a little bit better. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. They, they had the, they had the match against Roman and Seth yeah. on the money in the bank 2013 pre-show. And that match is awesome. Like a legitimately yes, great match. Um, and I, I, I don't know if they just got confidence from it or what, but like after that, they just started getting better and better and better. And then, they won their first belts in early 2014 and were and were really, really solid and strong. They I remember them having like a really good feud with Dustin and Cody when Dustin and Cody were heels. There's some good ones, yeah. Yeah. Um their big one in 2014 was the uh Harper and Rowan program. Oh that my was, god, that feud was off that two yeah, or three falls yeah. match. That's a that's a classic, that match. That match I is, actually still think that's when, a big that's part when of me. uh Brody Harper was like arguably the best wrestler in the whole company that year. He was incredible. I just, there's a big part of it that still thinks that's their best match. That two out of three falls match. It's such a brilliant match. God, that match is good. Do you remember they, they, they do the like, deal where they? It's funny because like they hadn't their, their characters were still the same, but in their in ring work in 2013 is yeah. That's when it's like, oh man, these guys are incredible. And then um, yeah. 2016 after the after the new brand split and they turned heel, and um, that's obviously when they kind of. As, as a complete act, they, they really transformed themselves and uh, had really probably about an 18 month period where they were just awesome. You know, yeah. Every outing, like when they, when they had the, uh, that's their actual few, work. Um, that's probably their best work in terms of like overall. Yeah. Of course, overall. the classic feud, which is just, yeah. All like, especially those, uh, cause they had the, um, I think they had a match at Money in the Bank that was just like good, but like not like talked about. Battleground was amazing. SummerSlam was incredible. Yeah. That SummerSlam match was in the cell. And, and, yeah, that was in the pre-show. Yeah. Um, the street fight that people forget about, mm-hmm. that was really good. And then they had the, um, of course, the, you know, the Hell in the Cell. Um, I yeah. feel like, the, did they have a good match with the Bludgeon Brothers at any point? Not, they didn't, but not because... It was because they did that weird push where remember they pushed them so hard they didn't even have like competitive matches they just smashed guys it was like yeah you're kind of ruining the appeal of the of Harper and Rowan is they were actually like fun to watch they turned them into like you know then they had my 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 favorite Usos moment when they like turned them back babyface or whatever I don't maybe they're already babyface in eighteen but they turned them back babyface officially. When they did the uh, the Kofi Mania stuff and they had the gauntlet with yeah, with Biggie and, and Xavier, and they got on the mic and they said we respect you too much, so we're gonna give y'all we we go forfeit. That was one of the best long term. That yeah, was one of the, that was like my favorite part of the whole. Other than Kofi like winning against American fucking Dragon or Mania in a classic match, that's like the best part of the whole build. So good forfeited, and yeah. in hindsight. To me, a lot of why that segment worked 
foreshadow what we've got this last year or two, where let's be honest, as awesome as that is, in the wrong hands, that could be really fucking corny. Uh-huh. That could be really like babyface would be like, nah, man, like we you got too much love for you. That could be that could be brutal. Like if John Gargano did that, it would be like, let's fucking lose it, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but the Usos have a certain believability and they have a certain They're authenticity. So it's believable. Like, it's like, yeah, people, it's like people believe that like the Usos, it's it doesn't hurt them to do that. No. Plus, I mean the story's there too, but it's like, yeah, the Usos probably could kick the shit out of these guys. And that's but this, the same yeah. ingredient that's allowed this bloodline stuff to work, because even when Roman would treat them like a complete, like, you know, like he would just like bully them. People still took them seriously. Like that's, this is art to yeah. that. And like, this tight as this, that's challenging. This is a very fair response. I said the, the Harper and Rowe match, probably their best match. The mania match is probably their best. I am a pervert and love heat. And the mania match basically like just teases heat and then goes, we're going to do a 20 minute finish, which is fucking awesome. Yes. To be clear, was the right match for the WrestleMania main event. That's the match they should have done. They've nailed it. Uh-huh. But the Harper and Rowan match has this deal where you might remember this oracle. Uh-huh. They do this big heat segment and they build to the hot tag. And as soon as the Uso tags in, he gets he eats a big boot and gets pinned for the first fall. It's like one of my favorite pieces of structures. The first fall is literally a position. Yeah. And last night, it wasn't the same because of their pace, but last night they did something similar where they, they did heat on Jay. Hot tag from Jimmy, and he he run into that solo forearm, that big mm-hmm. knockout forearm they did, which looked awesome in person. That was like the highlight of the eighteen year heat segment they did. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm a heat. You know, I think you're pretty similar, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, yeah. We, we need heat in these matches. We're freaks. <laughs> yeah, the um, just thinking about all those 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 Shield trios matches they were involved in, which are all yeah. Probably literally like three and a half stars, which again, as Alex Contrarian Alex once pointed out, that's really good. Three and a half stars. That's a good rating, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good match. That's that's a match you that's worth seeking out. That's we'll actually close this because we wind down here, but that is saying that's like people actually their brains are broken with that stuff. It's like mm-hmm. it's like I watched Punk and Jim my punk and Kojima and was like, I love this match, three and a half stars. You know, yeah. it's like if I give something four and three quarters. I, I thought that was one of the best matches of the whole year. <laughs> like, oh, of course. But people get they get so upset. Yeah, I, I, I told you this. I saw the phrase last week of, "I'm going to give it a flat five. What the fuck does that mean? A flat five? Five is like that's the high of the industry, brother. Oh, no, not anymore. Five. Apparently, you know, it's a math problem, and <laughs> you just add. Listen, folks, Dave is. Nobody beats Dave in history, but no. And he can have his he can have his own opinions. It's fine. Yeah. But it's also Dave and and you know it's uh, Dave. Yeah. He's not the his his ratings aren't the be all end all. And I think yeah, a lot of people forget that. That's my biggest issue with Dave's rating is that He's always, you know, we've talked about this before. We don't have to talk. No, about yeah, it, no, we we both got love. He has for a lot him, bigger of an impact on our, on the nerds, on us fucking nerds than than. I than think. Like I think genuinely. I feel bad for him because I don't think Dave takes it that seriously. I don't think he does either. Absolutely, which makes it so much worse. How big a part is of the wrestling culture? Like, it's saying it with the match guy that I've like actively 
Uh, people get upset about it sometimes, but like I don't even do ratings in the match guy because the point is like I actually want you to like read what I say about the match. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, what happens you when you do you do star ratings? You look at the star rating. Yeah, you just you scroll look at the, You might look at the last sentence to summarize. Yeah, but like that's exactly. Because I, 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 I do that you know, too. If I find star ratings, I'm not gonna fucking read the whole thing. We, everyone watching this and both people on the screen have done that, like 100. But like, I, the, my big thing, and you, we've talked about this a million times, is like, I think it's a travesty how little wrestling media has embraced like actual critical review. We've talked about this a million times. I don't mm-hmm. bore people, but yeah. like we both know how great people are at writing match reviews, like great. And it is like the ugly stepchild of the wrestling, you know, internet. And it's like, that is the lamest. If this is an art form and we all want to celebrate as an art form after a big match, the next morning I should be able to read a critical review on a major website. Like, yeah. I mean, what's I, I bring it up. I'm trying to bring it up, but like Phil Schneider for the ringer. Okay. Yes, perfect. Is he the first one that we know of that ever got That's hired for, for, for yeah. actual like criticism? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He's what I mean, what an incredible fucking right that dude is. Oh. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch, like I get like people because I, I'm lucky and I'm truly thankful for the platforms I have and I people will show me love on the match review front. And I'm always like, bro, there's people that do this for long, you know, they're they're great here. Like um, I just think it's a shame, like, for some of the things that are discussed. So, I mean, like, you like what you like, right? I mean, it is what it is. I'm not trying to kind of be dismissive, yeah. but like, some of the things that are discussed extensively in this space, considering how little actual opinion there is, I think it's kind of perfect <laughs> to be totally yeah. frank. You know, it's like yeah. I can get a fucking wall to wall breakdown of how many people turn the TV off and scratch their ass when a guy was wrestling. I can't get someone to write a damn review about the greatest wrestling match ever, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, God damn, I mean, what are we doing here? This is an art form, isn't it? But yeah. no, what do I know? I don't run any well, of these that's problem. <laughs> I just I say that because Tape said it and it's hilarious. Tape's uh, the greatest. Shout out to Tape. We, we love him very dearly. He's the man. Um, I bamboozled him. Speaking of this topic, he, he was giving me shit about, um, you know, he was popping me about the... Uh, my rate, you know, the Osprey Omega rating because people were being weird. And so I, I reviewed a match and he was like, let me see the rating so I can get mad at it. And then he followed up with, there was no rating, so I will only assume that it was lower than mine. <laughs> that was a step ahead of him. He was expecting a rating. No ratings to be found, brother. Played it safe. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. I mean, it's not really, but we like to rant about it sometimes, Oracle, I think. Yeah. Right. Nonetheless, right. I guess we'll wind that. Let's give the people like is anyone in the chat is too over for if you here for some reason. If anyone has any questions, we might wind down. We're gonna we're on our last legs. We're slowing down. It's late in the evening. It's, it's a beautiful Sunday evening here. I say that as it's four a.m. Um, <laughs> any questions in the chat? If not, we'll be on our merry way. This has been wonderful. Reuniting with the great Oracle of Wrestling after what's only been uh, five days that felt <laughs> like about six years. <laughs> It's different now, right? The schedule is weird. Yeah. Like we used to do stuff so often. It's like it's kind of jarring sometimes, you know? It's kind of jarring. Uh I uh, I I I uh I am looking forward to Blood and Guts, JJ. Um I've you know, I'm not a fan of the elite, but I think this feud's been very good. Um I do think it's probably about time to wrap it up. I think Eddie's yeah. kind of given it a little bit more of a um you know shelf life. 
Uh, I really like the stuff with Eddie and then Renee breaking up the. I thought yeah. that was really good stuff. Uh, I'm I'm excited for this uh, for this blood and guts match. Uh, who do we think is going to be in it, Joe? Well, the date is interesting because uh-huh. Eddie is off the board. Unfortunately, yep. he's in the G one. I mean, fortunately, he's in the G one, but unfortunately, he's off the board. I guess right? I guess they're going to do is is Eddie even going to be able to be at Wembley? Yeah. Eddie and Moxley. I guess it'll be Mox Eddie at Wembley. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm certain of that. Um, Yeah. Blood and guts will be. You are Claudio Moxley and Takeshita Mm -hmm. versus uh, the the core four: Hangman, Bucks, and Omega. I think they do four on four. I think. Yeah. Which actually, I would much prefer that than the you know, 15 hour six on six shit that they've been doing. I mean, I that match is going to be long enough with four on four. It does not yeah, need six fucking entrants. We still have blood, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I prefer blood and guts to war games purely because it's more violent, but right. it's still it's not way too long. Know. The whole gimmick where triple H and TK thick war games starts after the, Oh, don't get me started. They take that match beyond shit. So literally, man, it's like, okay, now it starts. No. Away we go. You no. know, it's, like, it's the finish. It's the finish. You go seven minutes tops. Well, the 94 one that we love like, so much. That's the thing about war You're killing the gimmick. How long is Dusty in 94 war games? Like 90 seconds? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> he comes in and wins. The people fucking pop, you know, that's yeah. it. Like, oh, I don't know. It's just bizarre. By the way, speaking of such, a belated happy birthday from Oracle Night to the great Terry Funk. Um, yes. His performance in 94 War Games is one of my favorite professional wrestling performances ever. It is like... He's got plumber's crack and he's getting dumped head first and the gonzo ganzo bomb. He swings his boot so violently that he takes a header over the rope and falls up. I mean, he's... (laughs) It's one of the most incredible... If you've never seen War Games 94, it's only going to take you 20 minutes or so. Terry Funk at the age of 50, I think. Yeah. I think he's fit because he turned 79. So let's let's do the math here. I'm sure we're great at math. 50. 50. I think because yeah, he was 45 when he worked Flair, right? In yeah, he's 89. 50. So he's 50 and he's just going nuts in there. I mean, just having a blast, having an absolute blast. Um, okay. Where else are we going in the chat here? Joe, what was more crazy to you, the discourse over the Omega Osprey rating or the discourse over Punk Dustin? Okay. I'm very aware of why the punk dusting thing happened. It's because, like, if you're not, how do I put this about being rude? Um, if you don't know what the fuck you're looking at, you might think that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that one because a lot of people don't know what they're looking at, unfortunately. Omega Oz, it's 4.75 being a catastrophe is like legitimately concerning as far where we're at, you know? Like, that's actually like frightening. Like, if we give it like free, go nuts. But 4.75 breaking his brains was crazy. Um, it popped you very much, Oracle. I can uh, I can confirm, right? Oh, very much so. How many matches this year? I also retweeted Dustin's post. When <laughs> yes, that was very funny. <laughs> that was very, very funny. Um, as for Punk and Dustin, what I missed about it was, firstly, I tweeted it like 3 a.m. and I didn't expect it to leave my region, you know what I mean? But... It, I didn't intend it to be a punk tweet because, as you know, Oracle, 
That is a classic Dustin spot. Dustin has done that spot for 35 years. Yeah. Dustin has always done it. So I didn't tweet it as a punk spot. I tweeted as look how fucking great Dustin. And people were so mad about the damn punk thing that it became like this, like, he's like a she wrestler. I, I didn't want to talk about CM Punk in this particular case. I just wanted to talk about Dustin Rhodes, you know? <sighs> anyway, Maybe there should be a rate limit on Twitter. It's... Honestly, not going to say. Um, <laughs> I was getting like frustrated with it earlier, and I was kind of like, it feels like this is a lesson for me to learn, you know? Like maybe I, maybe it's actually on me at some point. Uh, <laughs> any predictions of the New Japan Strong Independent Show? Have you seen this lineup, Oracle? No. Right, let me just read some of these matches to you before we. This is an interesting show we've got here. Very interesting. Uh, so they have two shows. They have the kind of road two would be the best way to explain it on the third, which is like, you know, the tags to set up. And then on the fourth, they have this Independence Day show at uh, Corican Hall, which is hilarious. Main event is Eddie Kingston versus Kenta for the New Japan Strong Openweight title in a confirmed shoot invitational. Uh, final death match. El Desperado and John Moxley. We have Bishamon versus the Bullet Club War Dogs for the IWGP. <laughs> I promise they're good. I know that name's funny. The IWGP tag titles. Willow Nightingale versus Julia. That's, Willow Nightingale is the best women's wrestler in AEW, and she's one of the five best wrestlers in the whole company right now. Incredible. I'm not even going to ask you to carry on. Um, Tanahashi is working these shows for some reason. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know why he keeps deciding to do this to himself. But those are the big matches. My predictions are that real grabs will be wrestled. I think Eddie Kingston's going to win the prestigious strong open weight title of the world. So there's that. I may do a grin along for those if anyone's around. We'll see. Um, similar here. Same deal. That's JJ. Is Jungle Boy in the top eight tier of heels? Good question. Where do you, where you got him in your tears, Oracle? I like the turn, but let me yeah. tell you, that promo. <laughs> That's bad, yes. <laughs> Not good. Very play wrestler. Very, uh, very play wrestler. I'll tell you, though, if I was MJF, I'd be happy. I'd think, fuck, man, I'm looking pretty golden now, you know? If he just does Max's shtick, worse. A lot of be... these guys, man, they just... I go on my soapbox, but, you know. They can yeah. go out there and they can cut a pace in the ring. That's great, but I'll tell you what, they're not pro wrestlers. <laughs> and I'm talking like both companies here. We don't have enough pro wrestlers anymore, you know? That's why LA Knight got over. Yeah. You know? He's a pro wrestler. Like, for better or worse, he's got good look, talk. You know, he's a pro wrestler. Uh, why do you think TK hasn't announced how we'll watch all in? I have no idea. It's I'd say it's bad. Um, I assume it's streaming, right? I assume. I, I would hope so. It has Screw to be at some point. Which matches were up for review for the Bob Lash episode? So we so we were talking about this the other day, and I didn't get back to it. That's my fault. But what was the where were you guys at? Because you actually talked about No Mercy 06. Okay. Four Way No Mercy 06. Cena match. And Grand McBash 07. What was the TNA matches? Eddie Edwards. Oh, right? Yeah. And then there was another Bob one. Or Brood, maybe? Maybe, babe, yeah, maybe Bob Rude. And then the Fed return, we had uh, Drew and Big E, I think. Did we have the Big E match? The cage match, I think I remember us talking about with Big E on maybe TV. Maybe was the cage. The Drew match, for sure. Yeah, Drew match is the high of his career. So, 
I'm looking forward to that. I think the Lashley episode will actually be more interesting for the broader conversation than the, the matches themselves, but I appreciate the question. That'll be August 1st because Bob couldn't do it in July. Fucking diva. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, what else we got here? Star ratings for Tiger Driver, Driver Safety Discourse. Okay, good one. Or Tiger Driver spot fucking rolled. <laughs> I mean, it should have been the finish. But... Yeah, that's the only thing. It probably should have been the finish. That's the only thing. Especially because Osprey's actual finish is like the worst looking thing. His moveset is so awesome and his finish is like just that move. It's like, oh. But the hidden blade he does, he needs to protect that move. That's such a good move. Oh, the violent that... running. Oh, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Why doesn't he just kill people with that, you know? He does, but he don't pin him with it. I don't even... I hate Will Osprey, but like... That first twenty minutes of that match was so good, and then he is good. He's get or you gotta say he's got a lot better. You gotta say he's he's better. He's better. He's better. Not he's good, better. but better. All right, for I'll take that. I'll take that for now. Um, okay, well, good. Did TK ruin cage match? Do you have any takes on this Oracle? <sighs> cage match is still a good sort of yeah, you know, medium to use, but I mean, certainly hasn't helped it. No. No. Tony declaring that it was like the actual most important metric in wrestling was probably not the best thing for the site, I think it's fair to say, but you know. It's one of the funnier things he said. Um the the WrestleBear scale does not go over five stars, no. Uh yeah, it's worth noting that the Oracle of Wrestling once declared Will Ospreay one of the worst professional wrestlers he's ever seen. So what he just said was actually like a real, quite frankly, was a real triumph for anyone who's a big Ospreay guy. Um, these are the games we play with the Oracle of Wrestling, folks. This is the ride we take, you know. Sometimes he'll just say, sometimes he'll just say, Willow Nightingale's one of the five best wrestlers in AEW. You just go, right. you just you have to just take it. You, it's not, you're not going to disagree with him because Willow Nightingale's awesome. You just go, fair enough. You know, so... I've got used to this part. It's part of the dance we do here. You know? <laughs> the dance, as you posted it's, after the show. Did that's, that's what I mean when I say there's like a sicko part of me that loves how Roman wrestles their matches. He's right. letting the crowd steer the ship, you know? What right. do you guys want? And they're, they're on board. They're there for the ride. It's just, I'm glad that wrestling still exists, even if sometimes I would like him to work a body part. <laughs> but nonetheless, right. uh, Joe, if Wembley is seen as lesser, is the lesser card than uh, compared to all out? Is the fleet fucked? Honestly, man, like people are, you know, they kind of eat up regardless. And I think it's sold 65,000 tickets. Like, I think even if it's the weakest show, it will look good. And the show will be great, even if the card's like average, because the crowd is going to be incredible. Right. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. And beyond any of that, I'm at both those shows. So I actually don't care. Um, Joe, please tell us about modern day Pam. Try and get me in trouble, Chief. Um, well, she's all right. She, she's, you know, she's, uh, all right. yeah. you know, she's, you know, she, oh, you know, she's, you know, me, sometimes, you know, folks, sometimes you get a bad injury and it's just, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Sometimes you have to. Do I'm just honest, you know. Sometimes you get a bad injury and you just don't ever come back the same. I'm afraid she might. Sometimes be you have a two-minute thirty match with Shotzi, and it's like actively hard to watch, even though it's only two minutes thirty. It's like yeah. yeah. And she cut her hair, so now it's a thing, you know. 
that backstage was that was an awful segment, man. That was terrible. Just the way they were like, just all their their segments are so bad. Like the one they did with Riddle and Imperium, where he like put the ankle and they go, ah, ah, what is this? Who the fuck's letting this on TV, man? <laughs> imagine being like, imagine being like the average arena, you know, like uh, I don't know, building worker who like <laughs> has to work at these buildings for all these events, and you're like sitting over there in the corner of the door and. Fucking Fabian Eichner screaming into his lungs. Backstage segments. I mean, it's always kind of but like I, I feel like they didn't look so. They were always in somebody's office, which is always silly and stupid. But like, yeah, but at least they had a place. Or like maybe in the parking lot, which is always like it's silly, but like it was was less kind of less silly, whatever. (laughs) But now they're just sitting back there and like. You know, you know, you see the seamstress's desk over there, and like, there's like equipment <laughs> everywhere, and it's so like lame. Alleyway you walk through for your college graduation, and there's shit everywhere, and it's like, why do we have to do this shit? Like these backstage segments suck, I man. Hate like, so much. They're awful. I hope Collision doesn't do a lot of that stuff. They pushed me to my limits last night with that Andrade situation. I said, oh. Oh my god! Where's oh, my mask? I mean, at least that was funny. But when they did the, the technical like fiend thing, so the house of flowers, and I, oh, yeah. I, had, I had a bit of an issue with that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Collisions, you know, it's grounded. I don't want that shit. It was funny, <laughs> but I don't need it. It's not my one of my collision, but it's fine. <laughs> I my favorite part of a collision last night was the when they were able to say this. We now send it electionaire who's in the locker room area, and it's like you know, like the fucking that's craps, you know. The locker room area <laughs> is so great. Part that I love. I just thought about this when Punk sat down to commentate. Kevin Kelly was about to ask a question, and Nigel just pulled out past him. Yeah, Kevin like looked mad. Kevin, Kevin was like taking it back. He's a petty. Fa- he looks really upset sometimes. You notice that? Yeah. Nigel was like, you know, you got to face the winner of Joe, and Kevin was like, <laughs> Kevin, I'm telling you, if Jim Ross comes back, Kevin might punch him in the face, bro. I'm telling you, he, he don't take shit, man. He's going to tweet about it, at least. Kevin, he looks, he literally looks mad sometimes. You're right about that. He looks so upset. Like someone like, you know, all it takes is he's doing a main event with JR, and JR like corrects someone saying, Kevin might just lash out. He goes, go fuck yourself, Jim. I'm the big dog now, you know what I mean? Well, well, to be fair, Kevin doesn't seem to care much anymore either. So. Yeah. I actually like the team. I like Kevin. He's when you when you when you posted that thing on Twitter, uh, <laughs> he texted it to me the <laughs> I popped huge. Okay, I'm not like totally certain of what you're talking about, but I think I know, so I'm just gonna it's old ROH segments. Oh, yes, yeah. I thought you were talking about something else. No. I thought you were talking about hold up, private chat. You were talking about that. Um the old R <laughs> <laughs> No. The old ROH segments were amazing with his little polo. Yeah, hello, wrestling fans. You know, 
He needs to start announcing collision matches that way, bro. He's cool. I need uh, to bring it back because he's so much more cranky now. I just I like the announced team just because they're slower and they just do some graps, you know, they just talk about I mean it's not like they're good, but they're just more they're steadier. Dynamite is a little too much for me at this point, the announcing. It's a little bit too much. I kind of feel like Jim was like a good influence on Excalibur because he was such a prick to him that he kind of reined him in. Mm-hmm. Now he just runs wild. He just says what the fuck he wants, you know? I mean, he's comparing um, the pain maker to the great move. <laughs> oh, yeah, Excalibur. Yeah, he's lost his mind. <laughs> that was a crazy call. I've never been a big man. fan of Excalibur. Yeah. I like Taz. I've always liked Taz on commentary. Me too. But like... <laughs> I always forget Taz's career is interesting because he's had such a long commentary career. Commentary that is nuts, man. Someone tweeted recently, like, the ECW guys that laughed at him when he went up to the Fed because he got humbled, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Worked out okay in the end, didn't it? Like, dudes mm-hmm. turned that into a whole other career. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. don't mean to be rude, but a lot of the ECW guys are not, you know. That listen. Michael Cole team, especially in the first couple of years, on Smack, like, that, that team ruled. Like, during the, the thing is, era and like, I agree, but the thing is, I genuinely think they would be like incredible today. Like if you could put them together now, I think Cole is terrific now. I really oh, don't. I, I, people I get upset when I think he's gotten so much better in the last couple of years. I think he's the best play by play guy in the business. I really oh, do. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the only reason it isn't obvious is because he's two color guys are Wade Barrett and Corey Graves, which is like like in the equivalent of me doing shows with Bob. Graves, you know what I mean? is, Graves is not as bad as he used to be. He's not. I will he's actually Graves was I can't. good for like a year in NXT. Then he got terrible for years. And now I think he's weirdly he's enough. Graves out. is like balanced himself out a little bit. I can't do Wade Barrett, bro. <laughs> he's not good. I can't do it. He's just everything is so heavy handed. Whenever he does the heel thing, it has no charm. You know, it's just... no, no. Oh, it's unfortunate. Um, um, yeah, but like in te- like. So there was there was a period. This is forever ago now. When I was in high school, um, after Foley got fired, Taz and Jr. did commentary together, right, all yeah. the way up until Taz left, like the week of Mania twenty five. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They were a really good team together. Like that mm-hmm. that team was really good together. Um, I always forget Taz and Mike Tanay were a team for five years, six. Years. Who did they put? You know when Jim moved to SmackDown and they did that thing where he was on color. Todd Grisham. Yeah, it was so that was when he Grisham was on color, right? That bad. No, Grisham, I like that team. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. yeah well, because Jr. kind of turned into like what um, Tony Schiavone is now. Yeah. Where like he was just kind of like, you know, just kind of adding things and like he. It was actually the beginning of what Jr. is now. Yeah, which is steady. Caring, he got taken off a of Raw and been fired. And, you know, treated like shit so many times by Vince, he just stopped caring. But that, but that was a fun team because there's, there's a great, there's a great moment where like our truth comes out on one of these shows, and like our truth starts doing this rap, and Jr. goes, "What's your claim to fame, Todd?" <laughs> and, like, that's, like, that's like that's like a running joke with my brothers and I. <laughs> oh, did uh, did Todd was Todd the one who was with Striker when Strike was? Allegedly yeah, good. Pretender striker was good, including yeah. myself. I won't lie. Well, we he, he was like the only guy who was calling moves and stuff, right? Like, yeah. And then he went to SmackDown, 
and he and Grisham went SmackDown, and he was like, and then he, and then he was on the shows with Cole and Lawler for like eighteen months. Pay per views, yeah. And he was so so bad. Oh, he was so bad. Okay, so who would you say? If I said to you, Oracle, you're building your promotion, everyone on the board today, who would be your announced team of today's, you know, group? Would it be the Colin Taz thing we just mentioned? What you're in? Or would you go somewhere else? I'm intrigued by this. The two best ones. Chat, who who would be your your dream team on the announced desk for today's wrestling? Ian and Caprice get a lot of love and deservedly so. The one thing I would say, and I I love Ian. He can be a little fanboy for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that can be, as a fellow fanboy, that pops me. But it can be a little mm-hmm. bit great, and I've noticed on people yeah. that are less. Do you know what that. I'm saying? Like, I agree with that. Um, Kevin and Ian, I think that could be an interesting balance for well, sure. But Colin Taz might actually be my team. Like, Yeah, I think it's mine, yeah. I, I wonder if they're still friends. Or, 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 no. Taz was kind of weird about Cole, yeah. Like, he would always say, like, weird Make weird comments. Taz is an interesting guy, you know. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> Very interesting guy. <laughs> yeah, so we got. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have Colin Taz. Okay, we're gonna end with this. Okay, we're gonna have Roman Reigns, the Usos, CM Punk, the FTR. Oh. That's our. That's our big picture, bro. You know. Oh man, that's, that would be that's, something. That's our big picture. Works for me. Um. I don't think we're ever going to see that day, but it's one that Oracle and I will, will close with nonetheless. It's been a wonderful time, but we went a lot longer than I expected us to. We just kind of, we went so many different directions. I don't even know what we talked about in the end. <laughs> we just talked grabs, bro. That was the plan. Um, Oracle, do you have any final words? Do you have any any plugs or promotions? Um, no, not really. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'll show up a few more times in July. Uh I'm sure we'll do some sort of, uh, you know, the Green Grapplers the week of SummerSlam, but I'm sure we'll do a, uh, oh, sure. uh, you know, a SummerSlam gimmick of some kind. I'm trying to decide if I should force myself to get the AW video game. No? It's fun, but it's very hollow. Really like hard like, to play? No, it's, it's easy to play. It's just once you get the novelty out of the way of, like, there's no depth to the game. Like, I don't enjoy the career mode, and that's the only other mode in the game. You know, there's no like, because yeah. like, I'm not saying the WWE games are perfect. There's a lot of different shit you can throw yourself into. You know, like the yeah. AEW game, you just have the matches, which is cool, and you have a career mode that I'm not a big fan of. Some people like it, but I don't think it's very good. That's oh. fine. Other than that, no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You don't want to promote Collision every Saturday night live on TNT? Oh yeah. Every Saturday night up until about the first week of September, I'll be watching Collision, and then uh, <laughs> it'll be on my DVR for me to catch it. Uh, <laughs> Whenever you get to it, really. Yeah. Like, especially, sh- like, Shoot Bobby and I will not be watching Collision live come yeah. the fall. So they're going to get a lot of right. wrestling fans. Them ratings are going to be crazy. Oh, my like, God, they're going to be bad. Because like they're already, like, last week was already, you know, they dropped off already. Like, good lord, it's, it's crazy, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. Um, I have always said the show that most appeals to me would not do good ratings, so they've been warned. <laughs> they've, been, they, they've been warned many years ago, so we'll see what happens. But uh, of course, right. I'll watch it. But it'll be like it could be as late as like Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> I expect like a Wednesday morning text set Dex Hollywood chop, you know that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> all right. With that concluded. 
we've we've covered a lot of ground here this evening. We hope you enjoyed this kind of impromptu program. I texted Oracle this morning. For me, it was this morning about doing a show. And Oracle, I think, it woke up at approximately eight eight p.m. Right, your time. No, what was it? What was it? Actually, it was a free, right? <laughs> three my time, yeah. Three. Yeah. So it actually was eight for me, I guess. But he said maybe later, and I was going to leave, but I said, you know, what? let's put it together. Let's just let's, let's hop on. Um, it was nice. It was a good time. All right, so. Coming up this week is, I don't know what, but here's what I'm going to tell you to do, folks. If you didn't watch it earlier, please watch Fleet Week. The Young Lions, their first time sailing alone on, on that program, they've done a Dynamite Post show where they graduated. They, know, they are no longer Young Lions. Dukes and Chris talked about AEW for like an hour and a half. Fucking need, need to learn some time cues to see how much. I thought they were going to go a tight hour. You know, they're out there. They're exhausting our crowd, brother, but they did a hell of a job. I watched most of the show before I had to leave, but uh, please check it out. It's on the audio feed. It's on the YouTube, all that good stuff. So support the, the lads. They've come an awful long way. I'm genuinely proud of them. I think it's quite hilarious that we actually have like a new generation of grinners. I think that's insane and awesome. We can finally get rid of Bob. Good Lord, man. Jesus. Fucking Haslam hey, over there. My God. Oh, it's the seven-figure contract. Can't afford he, that. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. But we'll, we'll deal with this off the air. Um, we appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll please do keep grinning. Keep stay tuned at late night grin if you can. You know, stay under the Twitter Twitter rate. I guess what the fuck that means to see if we're going to do any new shows. But we'll uh, we'll keep you updated as we go, folks. So keep grinning, all how, and enjoy this outro. Have a good night, grinners. Thank you.